to Adjusted Reality, a podcast series brought to you by the Foundation for Chiropractic Progress, where we learn from athletes, celebrities, influencers, and healthcare professionals about how to optimize health in a fun, relatable way. Join me, Dr. Sherry McAllister, as I speak to Dr. Fabrizio Mancini about emotions that heal. Dr. Fab Mancini is America's number one healthy living media expert, mentor to millionaires, international best-selling author of The Power of Self-Healing, and host of his TV series, Thriving in the New Normal, as well as a popular radio show, Self-Healing with Dr. Fab, and if that's not enough, a podcast, The Fab Life. Dr. Fab is also the best-selling author of Chicken Soup for the Chiropractic Soul. And he is an educator, consultant, business leader, and speaker. He's been featured on a number of broadcasts and shows including Dr. Phil, The Doctors, Fox News, CBS, ABC, NBC, and Telemundo. He's been interviewed in various documentaries, received honors, including Heroes for Humanity, Humanitarian of the Year, CEO of the Year, and Induction into the Wellness Revolutionaries Hall of Fame. Dr. Mancini is also a graduate of the prestigious Institute for Educational Management in the Graduate School of Education at Harvard University. Most recently, the president of Mexico named the library at UNEVA, Mexico's new leading university, after him. How outstanding to have you with me, Dr. Fab. Welcome. Thank you, Dr. Sherry. And, you know, it's so funny as you're reading all of that. All I can think is I'm just a normal person that I... uh, I just always have big, big, big visions to contribute at a high level. And, and I, really, I really believe all of us have that capability, but thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this. I have too. It is a blessing to have you. I know how incredibly packed your schedule is. I think our listeners are going to be up for a real treat. So I want to jump in because there's a lot to cover. I know you have several books and it's always a mystery on how we're going to get everything in to this segment, but let's just jump right in. We know the pandemic has caused a lot of chaos in our world from anxiety, fear, depression. We have loss of family members and community people um, through grieving and also losses of jobs. This is a tremendously difficult time. However, there is a lot of light out there. And you've done an amazing job with talking to people that are having these feelings of being overwhelmed. Can you help us with what ways do you think we can actually begin healing emotionally? Well, you know, that is a great, great question because one thing that we noticed during the pandemic and what we are predicting over the next 10 years is that the mental health of each one of us is struggling. And it will struggle probably more as we open up and begin to reassume our lives as we knew it in our new normal. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I've done over the years 
is uh, ask questions about how people are actually healing their emotions. And in fact, in uh, my fourth book, which is The Power of Self-Healing, uh, which became an international bestseller, I, I actually began to learn that there are some emotions that we need to pay attention to that are more healing than others. Uh, but you mentioned it, the light. I call it the good news. Yeah. The good news is the fact that we have more control out of our emotions than we tend to give credit to. And one of the lessons that I learned many years ago is that our circumstances never define who we are. What defines who we are is our response to those circumstances. So we can talk a little bit about, you know, what are those responses that we need to maybe consider so we don't become victimized? So we go and go into a chronic depression state. So we don't all of a sudden live in this state of anxiousness that we just feel very restless because of the uncertainty that we're living in. So that's the first thing that I would say is become aware of what emotions are actually that you're having. Embrace them because that's the natural state. Don't try to fight them, just embrace them. And now let's figure out how do we respond to them in a way that will be constructive rather than destructive. And I think that that will be something that all of us can do that will help us be able to be more in a, in a better emotional state than what we currently find ourselves in. Oh, you said some really key pieces right there. And that is first and foremost, recognize where you are. A lot of us can get lost. We get lost in our thought. We don't recognize how we're feeling and we never stop and take the time to address how we're feeling. And some of these feelings are really complicated. It can go with anger and fear all at the same time and then slip really quickly into sadness because we are complex individuals. And Dr. Fab, you've, you've made some really key points starting with awareness. And you brought up the internationally recognized book that you just made on self-healing healing. There's a lot of research that goes into really recognizing emotional self-healing. And this research is available in your book, but specifically, if you could take some time to talk about some of the type of healing that research is showcasing for us. Well, you know, one of the things that I did to prepare the research for that book, even though it was a 25-year project, is the fact that I started not only interviewing individuals that were able to self-heal emotionally, it's also to be able to recognize what is the science say. So for instance, uh, we know that having a positive attitude, right? We call it optimism, is an opportunity where we can actually uh, increase our immunity. Just have it being positive. It, it lifts up our immunity where now we're able to have greater resistance towards the things that are trying to make us sick. Uh, but also it creates endorphins that are very positive, like exotocin and uh, oxytocin and other endorphins like that, we, we call the happy hormone. Right. So just being positive in itself is going to be a great thing. So Mayo Clinic actually was one of the ones that have done a lot of research on this. And one of the things that they recommend is to take whatever you're going through right now and begin to ask yourself the question, am I looking at this from a negative way, half empty glass 
Or can I look at it from the positive way? You know, like what are the lessons that I can learn from what's happening in my life right now? Maybe you find yourself unemployed, right? That's a very typical thing that we're finding many of us in that position. So you can ask yourself a question, okay, could this be a signal or could this be a message that maybe uh, I should be doing something different? Maybe starting that company I've been dreaming about starting over the last 20 years, but I've been comfortable in my job, you know? Uh, maybe the fact that you recognize that you haven't been happy, like uh, I think in based on one of the research, it showed that over 70% of Americans are disengaged and not happy with their work. Wow. So if you find yourself and you're one of those 70%, maybe there's something else like another position, another industry that will make you happier. So I think that that is something to consider because uh, th there is a lot to... Uh, be able to do in that regard. Now, in Ohio State University, there were some other researchers that show that whenever we relieve arguments in our relationship, you know, let's say that your husband, your partner, your wife did something that upset you and hurt you. But if you keep bringing that up again and again, you have 40% that you heal slower than if you just forgive, that if you just move on, that if you just realize that was in the past, I'm not gonna keep rehashing the past in my relationship because that's actually what creates there. And then the, the Journal of Psychosomatic Medicine did a, a real great research in women specifically that showed that women that are hostile, that they're holding their angle, that they feel anxious, they have thicker arteries. Oh. their bodies, which makes them uh, predisposed to heart disease. So one of the things that I learned, Dr. Sherry, is the fact that our emotions are something that we have to pay attention to because they change the chemistry of our body. They change the way that our bodies function. So a lot of times people say, well, I have a physical illness. It doesn't have anything to do with my state of mind. But what we have recognized is that your emotions, your feelings are very important in the healing process. And if you can begin to work towards maybe improving upon them, maybe shifting them from being destructive to constructive, maybe being able to let go of some of those emotions that are making you sick every day, maybe having a better attitude and maybe being more optimistic about trusting in people instead of thinking everyone out there is trying to take advantage of you. Right. Those are the things that we have found in the literature that can help people truly emotionally heal. Now, let, let's dive into this because there are so much to unpack when you talked about the research. And you said something that, that I think a lot of our listeners right now are going to go, really? Wow, you can change the thickness of your arteries by how you feel and how much you hold. And that, that really kind of startles people into reality that their emotions are impacting their health. Can you talk a little bit about more of their overall health and what these emotions do? So when I started preparing and researching for this book, and I started taking my 30 years of experience as a healthcare provider, a doctor of chiropractic. When I started recognizing what the literature and the science has said over the years, uh, I realized that there were three dimensions to healing. 
the physical healing, which is the pains and symptoms that most people complain about, the emotional healing, which is our feelings and our emotions that actually directly impact the physical state of our body. And then also there was a spiritual healing that a lot of science was showing already that when people are more spiritual balanced, they tend to heal faster. So as we look at that, let's take the emotional component. We have to recognize that our physical symptoms are not just physical in the sense of their origin, meaning where is this illness coming from? Is it a true physical illness? Right. Or could it be that an emotional state could be causing you to be sick? A perfect example is this. All of a sudden you have an interview tomorrow. And it's a very important interview because it can either make or break your career. Or you have an audition as an actor or as an actress. And then you get so nervous that it makes your stomach turn. And all of a sudden you find yourself maybe getting sick or maybe not able, able to sleep. Or maybe you run into cold sweats throughout your whole body. Now that has nothing to do with your state of physical being. It was all being created because of this uh, uh, emotional state of you know, I want to make sure that I nail it. I mean, I want to make sure that I do a good audition. I want to make sure that I, that I do well in my interview. I give you another example. When I was in practice full time, I realized I had this patient that was the mother of one of my patients. And she came to me and Dr. Sherry, this completely illustrates this message. She says to me, I've been having this skin rashes and hives throughout my whole body for two years. I went to all kinds of specialists and no one can seem to find a way to help me. So then in my questionnaire, I usually ask questions that are, have to do with physical history, emotional history, or spiritual history, because I understand these three dimensions. So when he got to the emotional history, I said, was there, what was your state of emotions when all of this started to happen? Mm -hmm. And immediately, immediately she went back into a very difficult emotional state with losing uh, her, her uh, daughter. Oh. And that's when the hives began. But it got worse than that. When I said, well, what do you think could be the cause of this? Something that perhaps you haven't told anybody. And she says, I know what it is. It's my son-in-law. Oh. And she went in that direction. And what happened was that her daughter had gotten pregnant. At a very early age, she felt forced to marry this man that she never liked. That became her son-in-law. But then all of a sudden, the son-in-law is now taking, raising that daughter. So when the, sis, the daughter was alive, she was a big part of that. But when her daughter died, she was just afraid that now he was going to take her away from her and she was not going to be able to raise that granddaughter. And because of that, it created all of that. And then as we started working on that relationship and I started helping her forgive her daughter for getting pregnant, forgive the young man for maybe not taking precautions, forgive all of these things and begin to let go of those emotions. I didn't do anything else. Within 24 hours, all of her skin symptoms went away. All of them wow. within 24 hours. And that was a perfect example of how resolving an emotional state of a person can actually directly heal your physical body. 
that really does resonate well when you think of all of the 70 percenters, 70 percent of those people out there that are just kind of like, yeah, I've become really despondent. Ah, life's just it is what it is. And I know that social media and media in general can actually add to that frustration and and kind of like I'm just blanking out in life. I'm not really tasting the spices. I'm not really invigorated and and the emotions that come with becoming invigorated becoming passionate that's a choice and that's what i think our listeners need to hear is dr fab these are choices that we make when we understand and recognize how important emotions are in that self-healing process that happens and creating a more inspired way of living. And looking back, I love what you said there about forgiveness, because if you hold on to those grudges or those emotions that impact you, as soon as you see that person's face, you're just mad and you don't even know why you're so mad, but you're mad and you can feel it internally. If you start to let go, it's forgiveness is about your healing. And I think Dr. Fab, you've done an outstanding job with that. Now, listen, I get lots of email with Adjusted Reality and our listeners are quite, they're just really amazing listeners and they're really tuned in. We've, we've had a number of them reach out and say, you know what I really liked about your podcast? And we've actually crept up into the top 10% of all healthcare podcasts because our listeners are so loyal to us. And what I hear over and over again is Dr. Sherry, give me more tips to lead a healthier, happier, more invigorated life. I don't want to be the 70%. I want to do what Dr. Fab just said. I want to be inspired in my emotional health. I want to be impactful in my physical health. And I have a spiritual path to go down. So I'm going to ask you what they ask me. Give me three tips that we can give our fabulous listeners, Dr. Fab, that they can use as soon as they leave this podcast and put them on that journey of emotional healing? That is a great uh, question. And uh, I can tell you that in my book, I kind of express it even better, but there were three self-healing emotions. The first one is forgiveness. So the first tip is going to be very simple. Take a piece of paper and begin to write down the names or experiences that have actually hurt you over the last, that you can remember. You can go back as far as you can. And then what I want you to do is you take one by one and you're going to actually let it go. You're going to forgive that. And one of the ways to forgive them is you can do like, you can take a tin can or some kind of uh, can that you can take and you write down what happened. You know, my boyfriend, Johnny, lied to me and betrayed me, you know, or something like that, that really hurt me. Okay, you're going to write that. And then you're going to write, I forgive you, Johnny, for betraying me. And then you're going to crumble it up as a piece of paper and you're going to put it in that tin can and you're going to light it on fire and watch it go. Love it. That's how you create a metaphor towards resolving. Another one is you're going to write it in a balloon, a helium balloon, and then you're going to let it go and watch it just go away and leave you and get it, give it up back to the universe. So that's the first thing. Begin to forgive every instant of person or experience that has actually hurt you. The second one is gratitude. 
And research has shown that the people that actually have a gratitude journal can heal much faster and it allows the body to be happier anyways. So when you have a gratitude journal, you focus on the things that you're grateful for instead of focusing on the things that you wish you had. Mm -hmm. That makes you a more grateful person. So I want you to get a gratitude journal and it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It just could be a, a blank sheet of paper or it could be a, 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 a blank notebook, whatever it is. And you're going to write three things that you're grateful for that happened in that day before you go to sleep. The last state or the last thing you want to have emotionally before you go to bed, bed is a state of gratefulness. It's one of the most emotion, higher emotions to make you healthier. So as you focus on the three things that happened that day, now all of a sudden you put yourself in a state of mind of gratitude before you go to bed. So then your subconscious can really feed into that and let you have a wonderful, nice rest instead of the opposite, which is maybe thinking of what negative things happened before you went to bed. And the last one is called unconditional love. The love of yourself is the most powerful healing emotion that you can have. So what I want you to do, I want you to take a blank piece of paper and I want you to write everything you love about yourself, everything. I love my nose. I love my hair. I love my height. I love my skin. Instead of thinking about the, the things that we don't like ourselves. Dr. Sherry, the new science says that the average person has about 77,000,000 thoughts a day. 90% of those thoughts are the same thoughts you had the day before. And 80% of those thoughts are negative in nature. Oh, We are constantly beating ourselves up. We are the worst at that, you know? So I want you to start doing the opposite. I want you to start reading everything you love about yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, Fab, I love you. You know, I love my eyes. I love my teeth. I love my personality. I love the way that I am with people. I love that I'm kind. But just think of everything you love about yourself. Put it on that piece of paper and begin to celebrate that every day by saying it out loud, looking at yourself in the mirror, telling others about, you know, Mary, what I really love about myself is the fact that I'm a good listener and I want to listen to what you're going through. I want to help you. But keep reminding yourself because you know why? Most of us wait until someone outside of ourselves thinks about how great we are to create that emotional state. When other people compliment us, we feel great. But what about complimenting yourself? What about share, reminding yourself how much you love yourself every single day? And that way, if no one bothers to say one nice thing to you that day, it doesn't matter because you've already said 50 great things to yourself that day. And that, I'm telling you, is one of the greatest healers there is. Love yourself a little bit more and you'll notice a tremendous amount of healing going on. Oh, Dr. Fab, that is fantastic opportunity for growth for all of us, because there's, there's one thing that I've learned over time, and this, this was learned at a price, and I want to share it with our audiences. Practice does not make perfect. Practice makes permanent. And what you just said is if we practice every day, just complimenting ourselves instead of those negative thoughts that go through everyone's mind. Oh, I'm too fat. Oh, my, my hair is ugly. All of those things, you're right. And it really creates a vacuum that 
puts you back in a negative. And the one thing is, Dr. Fab, you've pushed us through is be anxious for nothing, finding peace in a chaotic world, especially as we're moving through a pandemic, we have moving through an epidemic. Dr. Fab, these are extraordinarily wise daily opportunities that we can embrace together. And I wanna thank you so much for sharing these very, very important tips so that when I get those emails, I can say, go back to Dr. Fab's podcast. There's three tips there you can use right away Thank you so much for sharing with us today. It was outstanding to have you. And I hope our listeners engage in those three tips right away. Thank you, Dr. Sherry. My pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to Adjusted Reality as we spoke to Dr. Fab Mancini about emotions that heal. He went through three areas to consider in your life, your physical, emotional, and spiritual areas. What emotions can heal? and what emotions can physically change your health. Now, consider implementing the three important tips that he gave. Remember to forgive, be grateful, and love yourself unconditionally, creating a space where you can see the best you. Now, this podcast was brought to you by the Foundation for Chiropractic Progress. Don't forget to subscribe, share the podcast with friends, rate, and review. If you're feeling inspired to learn more about chiropractic or visit a doctor of chiropractic near you, you can visit f4cp.org slash find a doctor. That's f4cp.org slash find a doctor. We appreciate your support and look forward to checking in with you again soon. Thank you.